All right, welcome back. Does back for season two, episode eight, and our week eight recap. By default, we'll be going over some of the week nine matchups uh, since we're getting this one out pretty late. Uh, I would first like to apologize to our millions of listeners uh, who were edged to oblivion last week as our episode cut off at 25 minutes and did not allow anyone to finish. The good news is this week we had some boots on the ground. One of our hosts went out to see the explosive Steelers-Jags game, so that's where we're going to get started. Wait, did our Thoughts. did our last episode really cut off in 25 minutes? Yeah. I, I fixed it. I fixed it on the, uh, like, RSS site, but it didn't fix on, like, Apple Podcasts and stuff, so it was just, it just cut off, like, right at 24 minutes. That's so which, weird for, like, any yeah. No, I did everything exactly the same as I always do. That's so weird. Top five cock job in human yeah. history, easily. I, I did, yeah. It was, yeah, it's up there. I did have like 4,000 people personally reach out to me and be like, what the hell? And I was <laughs> hey, like, man. don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, guys. I will get, I will get you the episode if it's the last thing I do. So if you personally reached out to me, you got the full episode. Um, yeah, Steelers, Jags, that was awful. Um, I don't even know who at this point to even blame on the Steelers' behalf. Like, sure, you can blame Matt Canada. Sure, you can blame Tomlin. Sure, you can blame Pickett. Like, in terms of the blame pie, there is plenty to go around. It's not just... Like we're, we're cutting to multiple pieces here. Yeah, it's like it's just a one. Like you fire Matt Canada, and all of a sudden they're going to be, you know, the fucking oh seven fucking Patriots. Um, Maybe you can't yeah, you can't rule it out until you fire Matt Canada. I can rule it out because Kenny Pickett is not Tom Brady, but George Pickens might be Randy Moss. He kind of has the Tom Brady hair from two thousand seven. Yeah, but he kind of doesn't have the Tom Brady skill from 2007, or honestly, any of the 2000s. Yeah, or yeah. the 3000s. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was awful. Um, it was probably the worst officiated game in NFL history, and that's coming from, like, as an objective. Right, notorious, I don't blame refs guy, but I'm going to blame the refs. Yeah, uh, I'm not blaming the refs now. I'm just saying, like, like, regardless, if those calls don't get made, the Steelers still lose the game. Um, well, uh, Deontay Johnson did blame the refs, which is very bold after not being able to stay on his feet all game. Yeah, he should have blamed the refs, too, for that criminal drop on the literally the first play of the game. Yeah, And I saw at least three plays where he was targeted and just fell coming out of his cuts. Oh, yeah. Uh, almost, uh, Pickett almost threw a pick six. On like yeah, pick, yeah, pick six. Oh. If the guy wouldn't have dropped it, it would have been an easy pick six because Deontay Johnson just fell coming out of a simple out route. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said, the refs were terrible, but the Steelers ended up letting him off the hook with giving up some big plays. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know at this point. Like, I, I just Tomlin is becoming very Belichick where he's, like, stubborn to a fault. I feel like at this point, because like, well, Broderick Jones is starting tonight, finally. So that's refreshing. You know, he only traded up in the first round to get this guy just to fucking have him on the bench. Um, Who's starting? But, is Kenny back tonight? He he is. Yeah. Um, man, I, I didn't really give a shit. Yeah. I'm more worried about Will Levis, but <laughs> I will say. Jacksonville is the most fraudulent team in the NFL. Yeah, I was kind of taken aback when I saw that they were 6-2. It was like, how, how did we end up here? Yeah. And obviously it's what people kind of thought going into the season, but just watching them play week after week, it's it's not adding up, the 6-2 and two record. It's an ugly 6-2. and two. If you look at Lawrence's numbers against, like, the Blitz, it's horrific. He's, like, 30th through 32nd 
in like all, all the major categories when he's getting pressured. Um, so I think they will come down to earth a little bit when they play um, teams that can kind of punch back, if you will, or you not have like a world record amount of three and outs. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, I'm just it's it's honestly painful to watch the Steelers play football in any capacity. Like you can't even. Yeah, that's fair. Like I can't even enjoy or appreciate like how good the defense is because they're literally on the field 80% of the game. So inevitably they're just going to get shit on. And that's why their numbers look so bad. It's because they're always on the field. So of course they're going to give up more yards than other teams. Um, it's just, uh, it's a waste. And the more Antonio Brown tweets about it, the more sad I get. And the more Le'Veon Bell tweets about it, the more sad I get. What are and they? Ben, are they just tweeting about like remember when? Not necessarily that. Well, A B, yes, that's literally all he's been doing for the last like month. Um, Le'Veon was just like like a few weeks ago was just like, hey, yeah, I should have never left the Steelers. Like I fucked up. Um, so that was pretty sick. And then now Ben Rosberg's like, you know, maybe Byron left, which should be our offensive coordinator. And I was like, my god. <laughs> I can certainly get behind that. <laughs> yeah. So maybe there is light at the end of the tunnel and also just give us an officially like an all black coaching staff, which would be sick. The, uh, you kind of alluded to it with the misery, but the most disappointing part of this game was that you weren't live streaming it and just getting <laughs> shots of Sam in the Marcus rain with the, Marcus. The, yeah. Just driving rain. Just yeah, an absolute. Was- he honestly wasn't that animated. I was, I mean, we both were pretty. Was he just too depressed to even be mad? And he's just a cold-blooded animal, so just <laughs> sitting down in the rain. Like, <laughs> he's naturally, just processes are going to slow down. <laughs> just how it works. <laughs> yeah, no, just start to finish, that was, um, I mean, once, once the first play of the fucking game was a drop that would have been a fucking, at least bare minimum, 50-yard play. Like I kind of see where today's going. Was that the deep one down the middle? Down the middle, very first play of the game. Yeah, I honestly think it wasn't it wasn't the best throw in the world, but it certainly was catchable for someone that's paid eighteen million dollars a year. Hundred percent. And then Pickett had a criminal underthrow and a wide open Pickens on the second drive um, that led to another three and out. Um, what else was there? The defensive pass interference that led to Jacksonville's first field goal was disgusting. Obviously, the offsides call that wasn't offsides on the half-ending field goal that would have made it 6-9 to nine going into halftime. Um, that was absurd. So, yeah, just terrible all around. Bad weather, bad performance, bad officiating, bad time. I did buy a nice jacket there, though. Steelers jacket? Yeah, it's like a Nike parka. It's like 300 bucks. God. Had to be done to commemorate uh, the great time you had. Yeah. I will say it was good for my brain to actually see the Steelers lose, though. Because in my mind, they've lost for like the past four weeks. And I'm like, this team is not good. And I'm definitely in the camp now that Candy Pickett is just not good at all. Like, that's mainly part of the problem. As much as, you know, everything else is. But so that was a positive that my brain is working. And I agree that the Jags are just completely fraudulent as well, but their schedule is so easy and their division's bad. So I'm telling you right now, if Will Levis balls out again tonight and I'm, I'm stuck with fucking Pickett, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Is Levis the starter tonight? I heard saw uh, Vrabel earlier this week being like, I never said he was the starter. I don't know why he would not start. I think he is, though. Wouldn't I was like, if Ryan Tannehill's healthy, it's him. If not, both are playing. I think so. I saw we got a lot of stubborn NFL. coaches in the league, it seems like. I think I saw the NFL Twitter account, like, post a picture of Levis walking in. So it's like, I would assume he's starting. 
I'm about to look it up right now. He should. I mean, he should be. You can't throw for four touchdowns and then just not start. In a fucking day. Well, that is enough time on that game. So let's uh, move on to Eagles Commanders. Was that even in the one o'clock window? Whatever. Eagles Commanders, thirty-eight, thirty-one. Eagles. Speaking of frauds, the Eagles somehow just keep winning, and then back to my brain not working. I am still stuck walking this tightrope between whether to give the Eagles credit for, like, winning tough and edging out wins even when they don't look good versus being, like, can you just look good and look like a good team? But uh, I don't know. I mean, they have the best record in football, so I'm I still don't believe in them, though. Big, big week. It's Eagles. Cowboys week, baby. They're going to kick the fuck out of Dallas. My God. We'll see. Dak game, I'll take my chances. <laughs> this it's is, yeah, it's this not in prime time, so that helps. It's yeah, be but a big... It is in Philly. podcast bet here. Big inner podcast bet. Fucking Civil War. Cowboys, <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> yeah, Eagles fly, baby. Oh, my God. The only thing is, I what? You're the Jalen Hurts guy. What are we doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I am. I'm the Jalen Hurts guy. I always have been. <laughs> that being said, I just don't think they're miles better than the Cowboys. But in in Philly, I think I think they'll probably win. I think they're miles better than Dallas purely because Dallas got their dicks kicked in by Josh Dobbs and the Cardinals, who's no not even on the team anymore. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um. Yeah, I mean, not too much from this game for me. I mean, Commanders were just winning all game and then just blew it towards the end. So you just hate to see it out of them. But they always play the Eagles tough. I think they went to they went to overtime earlier this season. I thought Hal played well. I mean, Eric Bieniemy, offensive genius. Yeah, I did see a stat that was like. Hurts four touchdowns this week. Hal four touchdowns this week. Dak four touchdowns this week. Giants passing touchdowns four all season. So I think the NFC East is uh they're doing okay. <clears throat> yeah, and then the commanders also just had a fucking fire sale too. Like now they- Chase Young and Sweat are gone, so it's like I have no idea what's going on with that. They also just, like, can't decide what kind of team they are. They're, like, 31 points against the Eagles' defense, took the Eagles to overtime the first time, but then just get absolutely obliterated by the Bears. It's just, like, the commanders are just stuck in purgatory. We need a Magic Johnson tweet to uh, clarify things. I think the trades were actually really good for them. I mean, getting a third out of Chase Young, who's played like yeah. maybe a third of the game, uh, and they great. weren't they weren't keeping him past this season anyway. Yeah, they didn't pick the option. So like, who gives a shit? And then Sweat getting what's going to end up being like the thirty six pick in the draft, if not better. I, yeah, think. I mean, just the the Bears being buyers at the deadline is just hilarious. Like, yeah, I don't think they were bad moves by the commanders at all. I just, I would just like, don't know what they as a whole are doing. And they, you know, yeah, you're right. They don't have to pay Sweat now. They already paid Jonathan Allen, which was obviously the right choice. Yeah, and they're also going to pay Deron Payne. Yeah, duh. Also, correct. <laughs> Select all that apply. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... You have those two, and now you have extra an extra second, an extra third round pick. You're not paying Hal anything, so if he continues to play well or show enough flashes, you can build up the rest of the roster. So I think the Commanders are in a, actually a decent spot. Yeah, I think so too. I just would like them to like to see them put it together more weeks in a row, mainly Hal. That's fair. Uh, so the next game we'll talk about Patriots Dolphins, Patriots seventeen Dolphins thirty one. Yeah, this game I don't even know what happened. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean just the Patriots did go up seven nothing. 
people don't forget. If uh, the only thing I really have to say about this game is if Tyree Kill does break 2,000 yards, I will be officially kind of upset that the Chiefs traded him, even though they won a Super Bowl afterwards. <clears throat> and we'll get to that yeah. game later, but <clears throat> the uh, just the Dolphins as a whole, again, still trying to decide whether or not they're on fraud watch as well. Depending on the outcome of, of this Chiefs game, if they, like, lose significantly, which I'm not saying I think will happen by any means, but if they do, they have lost to every quote-unquote good team they've played. So we'll see. Yeah, that'll be a big one this week. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, in Germany, I think 9 a.m. kickoff, Dolphins-Chiefs. Yeah, nine 9.30. So I unfortunately won't really get to watch any of it, but... I will be in a bad mood by 10 a.m. Yeah, regardless of what happens. Yeah. Well. That's just being a fan. 99% at least. Yeah, there's there's 0% chance you're in a good mood by like 9.55. Yeah. (laughs) And honestly, same. Uh, Patriots are bad. Dead. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think like everyone in the AFC basically has a chance to make the playoffs except the Patriots. Yeah, they're the worst. They have the worst record in the AFC. So that's tough. But Belichick did get an extension this past all season. So he's not worried about anything. It's all about the grand plan. <laughs> This guy that's supposed to be picking up these fucking groceries is a retard. And I only use the term because of Chris Bruce Hart. Yeah. Free <laughs> Chris. Precedent's been set. We're allowed to say it. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. And, dude, I'm pretty sure he just he was about to say when he said We stopped. put him down? Yeah. I thought yeah. He just put my yeah, that's the, fun- the funniest part of the whole thing was in his apology, he was about to say, yeah, we had to put him down last month. <laughs> like a fucking family dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It went from bad to worse, and it couldn't have been funnier. And Nick Wright's just like, you can't say that, but you have a point. Yeah, he said you shouldn't use that word, but sure. For sure. <laughs> And then he apologized. He's like, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to kill you for that one. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. Oh, God. Speaking of this next game, Jets-Giants. 13-10 in overtime. Uh, Zach Wilson is possibly the best quarterback in NFL history. Post the third quarter. Did you? I was gonna say, did you see those throws he made to get them into field goal range? My lord, throwing across his body on the run, a fucking dart. He's so good. Under fifty percent completion percentage, but you know he completed them all when they count. I was gonna say, when you think of who you need to step up when it matters most, (laughs) Zach Wilson is at the top of the list. Holy shit. I'm looking at the box score right now, and I did not realize how bad the Giants were on offense. Oh yeah, they're they're horrific. Well, it's I mean, they had Rod got they, hurt, didn't he? They had yeah, he got hurt after seven attempts, and he was the leading passer with eight yards. Was an animal. <laughs> he was four for seven with for eight yards, so one yard an attempt. Tommy DeVito, who came in. Two for seven for negative one yards. God, that just feels tomato. <laughs> that just can't, that just can't be real. That is a made up name for sure. <laughs> the, honestly, Josh, the funnier one is you look at uh, on the box score the receiving numbers. <laughs> Saquon Barkley three receptions led the team in receptions for zero yards. <laughs> Darius Slayton, one catch, negative one yard. <laughs> They're just breaking the film down right now, just like, hey, Saquon, <laughs> wait, wait a break even, okay? 
But then he had, they had 200 rushing yards, so it's like, at that point, you should have just not even thrown it. Dude, I honestly just, like, feel bad. Like, that's why fantasy is such a joke, because, like, I have Saquon, and I, I got three fucking points just for him catching three passes for zero yards. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me I mean, started on fucking PPR. Yeah, you we'll know be how here all night. about that. I feel like we've already talked about this game enough. Also, yeah, probably too oh, much. Oh, one more thing I do have to bring up. <laughs> um, Aaron Rodgers out there warming up. I mean, is he going to play like next week? He's clearly like drinking the blood of infants or something <laughs> to recover at this rate. But yeah, I'm I have a for it. I have a theory about Aaron Rodgers. Let's hear it. He faked the Achilles injury. No, I think he works for Pfizer. I feel like he's the only person left talking about the vaccine. Even though he's talking about it in a negative way, he's the only person bringing it up. I just feel like they're paying him. Like, I just feel like he's a spokesperson for them at this point, just bringing attention to it. That's my theory. This guy is, like, not even going to the fucking grocery store. Like, I don't even know what he's doing. Yeah, you may never get that food. You're basically oh. just tracking a random citizen. <laughs> yeah, isn't that kind of funny? You're just fucking <laughs> doing surveillance right now. It feels like the fucking Patriot Act, because this guy's name is something yeah. I pronounce. <laughs> Are you oh. sitting in, like, a fucking utility van somewhere? Just parked <laughs> on the street. His name is Omo Wound Me. Yeah, you're not getting that food. Yeah. All right, next game. I'm sure Jay will have a lot to say about this one. Falcons Titans 23-28. Uh, I really only I only have one thought about this game and I'm pretty sure it was on the first drive and it was DeAndre Hopkins just molesting a cornerback and everyone pretending that nothing happened. He literally hip tossed the guy covering him to get to the ball. And we know that if he was even breathed on wrong, he would be looking for a flag. So For like yeah. three quarters. He Don't let it fool you. Don't let the numbers fool you. He still sucks. The first touchdown should have easily come off the board. But, yeah, Will Levis looked good. That's all I have. He was call. slinging it, and he's jacked. So. Yeah, jacked quarterbacks matter. Yeah, I mean, he is jacked. That's probably his best feature. Yeah, slash me. And the fact that they were playing in the Oilers uniform, that always helps. Fair. Yeah, they did look good, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no turnovers. Look good. Yeah, he's a dog. Um, I do think the Falcons pulled the plug on Ritter a little too quickly. What the fuck? <laughs> you were literally just like making fun of him and calling him the worst quarterback in the league the last time we recorded. Like literally yeah, he fucking three goal line fumbles. <laughs> yeah, he is really not good, but also neither are the fucking Falcons. Yeah, but they didn't stand a chance until Heineke came in. I don't know. I don't buy it. Heineke always fizzles out. He's going to come in. He's, he's like Fitz Magic. Yeah, that is, like I agree weeks. with that. He will fizzle out, but, I mean, they had like three points in the entire first half with Ritter, and then they scored 20 points in the second half with Heineke. But he's starting this week, so we'll we'll find out. Who's they play? The Falcons play the Vikings. Oh, yep. they should win that game. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get to the Vikings. Um, but yeah, Will Levis. I mean, I forget if I ended up when I made my pre-draft official final rankings. I forget if I had him first or second. I feel like I had Stroud one. Yeah, you then, did. And you then had Stroud two, one, and then Levis two. Um, which, my God, if I fucking didn't nail that, Christ. Um, yeah. oh. 
so far through. Let's, yeah, let's just let's just hope it continues. Yeah, I'm borderline. I wouldn't hate, I wouldn't like, hate to see it. I'm borderline rooting for the Titans tonight. <laughs> you know what? I honestly forgot Me too. about that game. I literally, in the time <laughs> we started recording and already talked about it a little bit, forgot that it was even happening. <laughs> yeah, I wish I forgot it was happening. <laughs> I mean, part of me definitely hopes it ends like seven to three, <laughs> which I just can't rule out completely. Dude, what the? Fuck? You're gonna after this. You're gonna have to go out and find that guy. He was sure. destroy. Like I'm about to just get in my car and go to his location and just be like, "Hey, dude, what the fuck are you doing?" Go get can you shit. can you just ask him to go get your groceries and just then go drive to, home? <laughs> just go to the store and just follow him around the whole time. And be like, buy that, get that, <laughs> get that, get that. All right, next game. Keep it rolling. Texans Panthers. Texans thirteen. Panthers get their first win. Fifteen. Not a lot of offense. Wait, this was the Panthers' first win. Yeah. I know. They have such an electric offense that that's very surprising. But, yes, this was their first win. Yeah, they were literally holding the world hostage there for a moment. <clears throat> I don't know why I thought, yeah, yeah. Now that yeah. I'm thinking about it, it's like. First first why, win, why and they scored they one won? touchdown. Yeah. Re- reverse logic. Why would they have ever won a game <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it? <laughs> But, yeah, that was uh, honestly kind of strange. You would think that the Texans are a better bad team with D'Amico and the way Stroud's been playing. So I was honestly kind of surprised that the Panthers won. Yeah, I mean, now neither team could really get anything going. I think the Panthers kicked, like, five field goals, four field goals. I don't know. They just had three. But, yeah, I mean, 13-15, that's – Enough said there. We ready to move on from that game? Jay, have any thoughts? Which one are we talking about? Uh, Panthers, Texans, 15 13. Yeah, no, who gives yeah, a shit? Exactly. All right, on to Cowboys, Rams. 43 20. Good guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't even like the Cowboys. This is just I just have a point to prove at this point. The, uh, what is that? Did they beat a fucking bad, bad team? No, I don't give a shit about this week at all. <laughs> the uh it was a nice classic Stafford week, not only because he threw a pick six, but we also got to see him get hurt, come back in, and then catch a pass after he got hurt. For a conversion. Which is just, yeah, him, that's Matt Stafford hitting for the cycle right there. Yeah, C.D. Lamb looked pretty good, too. Yeah, C.D. Lamb is on actually good receiver alert. But, yeah, that was kind of a blowout from the beginning. It just seems like when the Cowboys start rolling downhill, like, everything goes their way. They look a punt block for a safety, a, a pick six. Like, they just score every way possible against bad teams. I think I heard someone else bring this up. Um, I don't remember who. Otherwise, I would give them credit. But the the Cowboys are kind of just like the Bills of the NFC, where it's like they can look really good. And like you said, if they get rolling, they will blow teams out, especially like bad teams. But then they have other games where they just look super sloppy and keep it close and will lose close. So we'll see how uh, this game goes again. Yeah, regardless, I, I hope it's a good game. I mean, the 430 window... Cowboys, Eagles. I hope it's good. Um, all right. Next game, Vikings, Packers. Vikings 24, Packers 10. And I would like to officially put my 2023 MVP vote in for Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I mean, he's the best quarterback in football this season. Yes. Agreed. 
without like it's not even a, a debate in my eyes. He's played the best all season. Yeah, he deserves through eight weeks. He deserves the MVP for the entire season. Everyone else sucks. And I think I if the I think if the Vikings start to lose, that should raise his case for MVP because they lost Justin Jefferson, started to win games. His numbers look the same. You know, he's always had the numbers. Then they lost Justin Jefferson, started winning games, and now he gets hurt. If they go on a downhill slide, he should win the MVP. I know that's not how it works, but it should be. I think that's a very, very fair point. Um, and I would just say again that the Vikings seem to, in fact, be good at drafting receivers because Addison is proving that he can definitely play like a true number one based on the past couple of weeks, even without, uh, cousins or whatever. We'll see how it goes, but I was even hearing crazy rumors of people being like, now ship Jefferson off because Addison's so good and you can get all these picks or whatever, which obviously they won't do. That was fucking stupid. But other than that, yeah, it sucks that Kirk's gone because he was playing lights out, but the Packers suck. So, And then they just teased us all week with Jameis Winston and Ben Roethlisberger rumors just to trade for Josh Dobbs. Which is probably the best option. The uh the swirling Jameis no chance rumors, the swirling Jameis rumors. It seems like it's been going on for a couple teams the past few weeks, and it's just mean. Like it just it just let it happen. Tired of talking about Shot. it. Yeah, Packers are pathetic. That's what it comes down to. Um, Saints Colts Saints thirty eight Colts twenty seven. Fucking Colts are, Colts are just an over team at this point with Gardner. And I do want to point out that uh, PFF, in its infinite wisdom, posted today like most receptions without a drop. Did, is it me or did Chris Olave not have a ridiculously horrific drop in this game? Oh, big time. Hit him right in the fucking tits. Yeah, he was third on the list. Would have been like. It would have been like a 60-yard touchdown, too. He had nothing but space in front of him. Damn, I didn't even see that. But I was just going to say, yeah, Derek actually, despite playing bad and all the, like, shit he was getting for the way he was chirping last week, like, they came out and, granted, they, like, beat a team that they should have beaten if they're, you know, like, actually going to try to win their division and everything. But he played well, and then obviously the Gardner show is just always worth a ticket, and he'll probably be starting for our fantasy team if Stafford's hurt. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have too much else on this game. Obviously, Kamara had a couple nice plays. Rashid Shahid, just a stat line for the ages. Three touch, there three catches on three targets for 153 yards and a touchdown. That's just efficiency. We love that. Jay, who else was on that drop list? Because I feel like the week after the Raven Steelers game, something similar was put out that was like only players who haven't had a drop this year, and it was like. George Pickens and Zay Flowers, who just both had drops in that game. So I don't know really how they do uh, drops in PFF world. I I was talking to my dad. I completely missed the last like three minutes. Fair enough. We'll just move on. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks Browns. Seahawks twenty four. Browns twenty. Um, Deshaun Watson might be the biggest pussy on the planet. <laughs> He's also just really bad at football. My dad yeah. said, go to you, Josh. He said what? He said, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I know ball. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah, you do have the Mark Wick stamp of approval. That's good enough for me. <laughs> um, oh my God. <laughs> 
with uh, I'm sending it to you guys on Instagram. I can't say what what it is on here, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's what Mike Ray just sent me on Instagram. It's too hot for TV. <laughs> yeah, I just watched it. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, uh, fuck, where are we? Yeah, Browns, Seahawks. Don't yeah. really know what's going on with either of these teams, to be completely honest with you. And maybe that is Seahawks is just because I don't want to admit it, but I just... Yeah, I don't get either of these teams. I feel these, like it's fair. these teams are both these teams are both just wait and see for me. Like, I I get what they're doing. Like they're they're winning games. They're doing what they need to do. But I'm just it's just one of those things where I'm not going to be sold until playoffs start. This was for, another one where it was what like happens. It, it was it was nice for my brain to see the Browns lose because like I don't think they're good. But they're also considering I don't think they're that good. It doesn't mean a lot for the Seahawks. I think Raven-Seahawks this week is another very big gut yeah. check game. See, here's, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying about the Seahawks. What do you think the line in that game is? It's in Baltimore. It's, it's in Baltimore. I would probably say, like, four and a half. It's six. Yeah, I was gonna. I was honestly thinking like it would be. It, I knew it wasn't gonna be seven, but I was thinking it could be up at like five and a half or. Six. I mean, yeah, we're I both we're both line. two lost teams. We're both two lost teams. Everyone thinks the Seahawks are good. I watched every snap from the Ravens this season. They're not like fantastic, so I don't understand this line. Well, un- According to like Colin Cowherd, they're far and away the best team in the NFL this season. Yeah, yeah, but he's not Vegas. Vegas has their like Vegas is pretty. <laughs> they have a good head on their shoulders. He's also I don't know like what Colin Cowherd's watching. He's also from Washington or the Pacific Northwest somewhere. What does that have to do with him saying the Ravens are the yeah, best he team? Yeah, thinks, he thinks the Ravens are, like, the best team. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Seahawks. I'm sorry. I don't even think Pete Carroll thinks the Seahawks are the best team in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> he shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Colin. Very, very uh, good analysis there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, speaking of bad lines this coming week uh, in terms of this game, Cleveland with a backup, more than likely a backup quarterback, being favored by eight against Arizona is crazy to me. Albeit eight in tune. Yeah, well, isn't Kyler supposed to be coming back? I think he's going to need like one more week. Oh, and right. I think they expect Deshaun Watson to play. Not that it should help the line. If anything, it should make it go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's bad. Um. Yeah, that line is. There are a couple suspect lines coming up. Ooh, did not even know that Duke and Wake Forest play tonight as well. Like Eagles only favored by three. Explain that one. Yeah, I don't get it. I think the Bills Bengals line is. Right, it's come yeah. down. A, it's come down a little bit. I thought it was fishy at first. If anything, I'd say like a pick 'em, but you know, minus. Yeah, two. I mean, it, it, it like opened at Bengals minus four, and I was like, "What?" I would have jumped on Buffalo then. I should have. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I didn't want to touch that game either way. Both God. those teams have been so up and down. Favorite line of the week, though. Actually, I'll, I'll wait till the end. I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, we'll go. I'll, we'll go over that at the end. Uh, we'll just keep it moving. Chiefs Broncos. <laughs> Chiefs nine. Broncos twenty four. Wait, does that mean? <laughs> Yikes! I've been waiting. It's been Sunday. Chiefs, Chiefs touchdownless. That can't be right. Jay, you want to go first? I'm <laughs> him. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is so fucking gay and so overrated. I'm so sick and tired of hearing he's the Michael Jordan football. Like, give me a fucking break, dude. 
And what's even worse is that, of course, before the game, he got added to the injury report for a quote-unquote illness. But and now everyone's like, oh, well, he was sick. That's why he was so bad. It's Dude, it, fuck him. He fucking sucks. He sucks. <laughs> Give you Russell don't... Wilson the Chiefs defense, and my God. God. So, speaking of that, I have the numbers to back that claim up. Uh, defensive points per game, the Chiefs, second. Broncos, 32nd. Russell Wilson's passer rating this season, 101.7. Patrick Mahomes, girl, 95.8. Touchdowns, 16 for Russell, 15 for Mahomes, girl. And interceptions, 4 for Russell and 8 for Princess. So... I'm so fucking sick and tired of hearing about Mahomes. He's fucking gay as shit and overrated as shit. <clears throat> well, objectively, one more, one more thing. Okay. The Chiefs being held to nine fucking points by literally the worst defense in NFL history just further proves my point. Yeah, not a great look when a team puts up 70 against the defense and the Chiefs are putting up nine. But one key con- contributor outside of Mahomes being deathly ill could be that Taylor Swift was not there. That's true. That, that, that hurts. If, the, if Taylor Swift's there, this is a different game. That's all I'm saying. That in Mahomes is still playing with one ankle since his other one was amputated. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a guy that has one ankle, half a knee, and the worst flu seen in the past decade. He's literally, yeah. Rolled him out out there with a fucking pig leg and Ebola. Um,. Jay, you done? You good? I know you just have that stat comparison, like, hanging as a poster in your room at this point. I think Russell Wilson is the best quarterback of all time outside of Will Levis. And I'm Patrick. just glad he – I'm just glad Patrick Mahomes was brave enough to play. <laughs> we need more people like that in the league. <laughs> yeah. Can oh, wait. He gets a little bruise and he misses the entire game. Deshaun Watson – has zero injuries, and <laughs> this is like four games. Sure. Patrick Mahomes has everything under the sun, and he's going out there. Sure. That's a leader. That's that. You're going to love what I have when we get to the Chargers game. Oh, God. May have to log off by then. I got some things going on. <laughs> um, yeah, so you're not going to win any game when you turn the ball over five times. I think, like, Factually, that's just true throughout every game in history. Like, besides one out of like five hundred or something, you must when you turn the ball over that much. Steelers, Jags. God, <laughs> unless you have Ben Roethlisberger, that no, uh, no, seriously. <laughs> uh, let me see. Hold on, I think it was a, they had four. Oh, okay. Well, that's nothing. Four, um, and we lost by two scores. That's actually impressive. Yeah, well, so you're saying that this was a good loss for the Chiefs with giving it away five times and only losing by this much? No, I'm saying Steelers are the only team in NFL history to have four turnovers forced and lose by multiple scores. Oh, four turnovers forced. Yeah, that's tough. Um, So I will say this. Sky Moore needs to be benched. I know it's not his fault that <clears throat> they lost the game, like, because he dropped that touchdown, which actually was a very impressive throw and would have brought them back into it. I'm not saying it's his fault that they lost this game, but he has just proven through the very long runway he's been given and he was drafted high. Like, he is just not big enough, cannot separate, and does not even catch the ball consistently. So I think they need to... Give Kadarius more reps that he's earned back, even though he basically lost them the first game of the season. No drops since then. We at least know he can get open and run with the ball in his hands. And I think 
if they're not going to add anybody, which obviously they can at this point, they need to get the guys out of the lineup that aren't producing, and he's number one. Uh, furthermore, yeah, no excuses for Mahomes. If you're playing, you got to play as well as you always fucking play. Um, <clears throat> but I think it really shed light on the fact that if he's not going to run for 50 or 60 yards and get, like, four drive-sustaining uh, third downs throughout the game with his legs, like, if he if he doesn't play very well, like, this offense is just objectively not good. I like McKinnon and Pacheco as players, but the Chiefs as a team aren't a good running team, obviously. So, yeah, they got to get the offense figured out because this defense is so good. The fact that they only allowed 24 points when they allowed five turnovers on offense, one of which being a muff punt where they started at, like, the five-yard line. I think I looked at the stats, 17 of their 24 points were off those turnovers. So, I mean, this defense is so good. I'm not going to say they're the best in the league, but I think they're undoubtedly top five. So the offense has got to figure it out. The most devastating thing was just how much history was altered record-wise by them losing this game, their streak against the Broncos, um, and the fact that this is the third time ever Mahomes has lost by more than one score, and it was against this Broncos defense is fucking embarrassing, too. So it is what it is. They weren't going to only lose one game all year, but it sucks that they blew this one. They could be on fraud watch if they lose this week. That is a fair statement. If the Dolphins, who, like we brought up earlier, have also not and have not beaten a good team, beat the Chiefs, that would kind of prove that the Chiefs are They're not, not a good team. Yes, that they just have a very good defense. If it wasn't for Jacksonville, they would be the most fraudulent team in the NFL. Maybe. The Chiefs? Easily. The Dolphins need to win a a game yeah. against a good team. The Dolphins are up there. I still have the Eagles up there for whatever fucking reason as well. Yeah, I don't know the reason. You this might find out this week. Um, all right, Ravens, Cardinals. Ravens 31, Cardinals 24. Can't really make it easy. Got to really have my... I didn't enjoy watching this game all that much. And it really wasn't that close until the end. It's just, whew, we struggled. So don't, so don't quote me, but I think a big win for you personally, Josh, at least, would be, um, I think Lamar had like 175 total yards rushing and passing combined. But I think this was... Maybe his first clean game of the year. I know yeah, he didn't. One he didn't fumble. Yeah, yeah, he didn't fumble. Didn't turn the ball over. I so. will take that. I did say I would take that. We did fumble once as a team, but we recovered it. Um, so zero actual turnovers. A couple close calls though. Uh, it was just. It just seemed like every single possession we started on the Cardinals side of the field and just. The whole first half just really seemed to struggle. But we eventually got going, scored 31 points, and then obviously just let up, like, 14 points in the last, like, minute of the game, or 10, I should say. Yeah, 10 points in the last minute of the game, so that was pretty cool. I mean, we let up an onside kick. That's kind of pathetic. Um it is, but I feel like even after they let up the onside kick, the game was still kind of like never in question, right? Like even when they recovered, I mean, they like, scored. They they scored off of it, right? And had and had a chance to do it again. I just feel like it was more like, okay, that's fucking embarrassing. Just end the game, but it wasn't like, holy shit, they're actually going to come back and win now. Well, I mean, they did make it a one score game, seven points, and then were able to attempt a second onside kick. So although we recovered that one and that was obviously the end of the game, I would say that 
Yeah, we scored a touchdown to make it 31-15 with, like, three minutes left. They scored a touchdown, got the onside kick, kicked a field goal, and attempted another onside kick. Like, it it definitely made it interesting. Like, they definitely had – like, if we would have just fumbled that next onside kick, they could have done something for sure. They had all the momentum. Fair. But, yeah, we got out of there with a win, so I'll take it. For the record, the Dolphins have beat the Broncos and the Chargers. Yeah, so they beat a good team. Yes, they have. Those are two good teams. Who did the Broncos just play, Colin? Do you remember? I forget. I knew they just beat somebody. Yeah, the Broncos are not a good team. They just beat the most fraudulent team to exist. Give Russell a defense. He had a defense last year. He needed to average 18 points a game last year to, like, make the playoffs. Well, he had Nathaniel Hackett. Who is working magic with Zach Wilson in New York currently. How many points do they average this season? Enough to party. Yeah, yeah, probably right around 18, to be honest with you. <laughs> Just going through their schedule, it's probably very close to that 18 number. Yeah, thanks to Zach Wilson allowing Matt Hackett to keep his job. All right, next game, Bengals 49ers, Bengals 31, 49ers 17. They lose three in a row now. I'm not sure if Joe Burrow could have played any better than he did in this um, yeah, he played well, and he was moving around a ton. He definitely looked back. Yeah, no, the Bengals are a terrifying team right now. Four, four incompletions. Like on, I, I, on 32 attempts. They're the number one team that people don't want to play right now, in my opinion. Um, they're just, when they're rolling on offense and Burrow's healthy, like, they just, they just seem like you can't stop them. Yeah, yeah I agree. I think I think by the end of the season they'll be above that level of like, oh, that is a team you don't want to play right now. Like they're only like that because of their record. I think they, you know, I think they're the, I think they're going to be a, you know, right in the mix at the end of the season and be like an obvious like team you want to avoid. Not like yeah, a four they, and three uh, team you don't want to play. But again, this week. Bengals Bills, like I'm hoping this game tells us a lot. They do still have a very tough schedule, and I honestly hope it gets the better of them because they are currently pissing in my face when I said like they can't afford to start slow again. So uh yeah, I mean we'll see another fraud bowl in my opinion in the Bills Bengals game. Uh so that'll be interesting. I mean, I would honestly expect the Bengals to win based on how they've looked. But uh, I think a bigger concern for San Francisco after this game is, like, their defense has kind of been getting lit up the past couple weeks, which I know Purdy's turned the ball over and he hasn't looked great. But, like, you were hoping even if he wasn't playing well, their team would still win, will them to victory. And their defense has kind of been getting exposed, so I feel like that's a major problem as well. Yeah, they definitely got to they definitely got to stop the bleeding here soon. Are they on a bye this week? Yeah, I don't think they play this week. I don't know if that's good or bad for them. I don't think I want to sit after a three game losing streak, but yeah, and I think they have a. I think it's like Jacksonville after their bye, so that definitely needs to be a yeah. get right game where and if Jacksonville is frauds, like they should blow them out of the water. Yeah, Jacksonville in Jacksonville following the bye. So yeah, things aren't gonna get easier for them right away. Jay, any thoughts about forty niners or just um, I think Bengals, it, was all, it was just all Bengals, Bengals cruising. I think Bengals cruising, but I do think it is 
you know, we're going to see and find out a lot about Brock Purdy over the next couple of weeks, um, how he, if he does bounce back from three consecutive horrific games, you know, um, I'm sure he threw for a bunch of yards in this game, but, um, you know, the turnovers, which was like his number one thing was like, well, he doesn't blow you away with his talent or wherever, but, um, he doesn't turn the ball over. So. And I will say the turnovers were ugly. Oh yeah. Each one has been terrible. Like and the two last week were really bad. Yeah. And it was like, they were, they were down 24 to 10 when he had the first one. I think they had both when it was 24 10. But 24-10, and they were, like, inside the five driving to make it a one-score game, and he, like, handed the ball to the defense on a rollout. It was it was bad. It could, if they would, and he had somebody open in the end zone. Like, if he makes that pass, this game could look a lot different. But instead, turnover, you know, Bengals score more points, 31-17, blowout. When he was he was driving to make it a one score game, so yeah, I mean those untimely turnovers can really get you. And next game game I didn't really watch any of. Uh, Chargers Bears, Chargers thirty Bears thirteen. Yeah, I did not watch any yeah. of those either. So, Jay, you can say yeah, what you want to you say. You can assume you're going to throw a parade for the three and four Chargers beating the Bears by 20 points. I would just like to point out something. In, uh, it's sort of in a similar context as Russell Wilson and his defense, or lack thereof. Um, here's a fun one. Justin Herbert has a 78% win percentage when his defense allows fewer than 28 points. They are 22 and 6 when his defense can somehow, some way manage to hold the other team under 28 points. Um, you may think like, oh, that's doable. Um, compare the 22 and 6 to his overall win-loss record and you will be blown away. Um, Brandon Staley is clearly not the coach. I think this is his last season as their head coach. Um, so who knows with all this shit going on in Michigan, if they go after Harbaugh or say Ben Johnson in Detroit or hell, just give the job to Callan Moore. Uh, who knows? But yep. So just okay. to I would like to point something out here because that stat is very misleading. I think. How is it misleading? I have quite a few things to say. Because to their defense – their de- okay, so, for example, the Chiefs game, their defense allowed over 28 points. Mm-hmm. They only scored 17. If their defense allows 18 points in that game, they still lose. That would be one of the six losses. So I don't well, I'm going to, Okay, so then they lost, they lost to the Cowboys 20-17. to 17. The the stat is not saying that he always lights up the scoreboard. The stat is simply saying that the Chargers don't play complimentary football. So I will say this. That's nice and all, but if he's as good as everybody, including you, are claiming he is, one, I would like to see the stat of how many times, and this is just a Chargers quarterback stat in general, how many times has he had the ball with a chance to win the game with anywhere from one to four minutes left and manageable amount of time and just not gotten it done? Secondly, the other thing I will say is, in terms of him being elite, like, he should still be winning games even if he has a bad defense. Like, this is the first year the Chiefs' defense is good. In both Super Bowls that the Chiefs won, they scored over 30 points. We talk all the time about how bad the Bills' defense is and how Sean McDermott is a fraudulent head coach, right? I I bet Josh Allen's record is insane if his defense is letting up less than that many points, too. I don't think anyone so, says his defense is bad. They're bad in big spots, but generally they are a good defense. And also the Chiefs' defense has never been ranked worse than, like, 20th. Also, you said six. It, 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 
22 and 6. 22 and 6. To put that into perspective, two of those are this year through eight games. So I think that stats more of going into this season. It's all encompassing his entire. Yeah, I know. I know, but I'm saying like of those six games, two, two are this season. That's, that's like 35% of the stat. He's, he's lost this season. I'm not going to hold him scoring 17 points against Dallas, the defense against him. Yeah, he lost I mean, the, like, he also Titans 27-24. Again, 24 points should be enough to win a game. I mean, well, I mean look, I'm just talking about your stat, 28 points. Yeah, that's fine, but if you look at Justin Herbert in that game, he, they did not lose in, because of him. 300 yards, no turnovers. Like, what more do you want from him? I mean, I am not in any way trying to sit here and defend Brandon Staley as a defensive guru. I'm just saying I don't think that is like I you're you're trying to put it out there is like a poor Herbert stat and I'm just like taking it as like no you just need to be fucking better if you're as good as everybody fucking thinks you are. That's, in that game in that game he was 0 for 3 for 0 yards in overtime getting the ball first. So, I mean, I probably would have liked some completions in overtime if we're at, if we're asking the question. One of those was a drop. You know. There, I don't remember. Yeah. So. All right, Raiders-Lions. Raiders 14, Lions 26. And another game that was just, I mean, basically a game that just sparked the Raiders losing their head coach and GM. Rightfully so. And starting quarterback. Yeah. But they just have a new starting quarterback. The only thing I care to say about this game is that it's just hilarious that Mark Davis is going to be paying both John Gruden and Josh McDaniels for, like, the next five years still. That's just good ownership. And, uh, yeah, Jameer Gibbs looked pretty insane in this game. That would be my other main note. Yeah, he looked good, but I feel like the Lions also did a lot of dumb shit where it was like they could have easily thrown this game away if they were playing anybody competent. Fair, yeah, I didn't really get to watch. I didn't really watch the details, just kind of saw the highlights. Jay, on this game? I mean, I think everyone kind of called this as a, a, a get-right game for Detroit, so I don't think it's uh, surprising in the least. If anything, what surprised me about the game is that they didn't blow That it wasn't more of a blowout? Yeah. Right. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, all right. Uh, Jay, you uh, mentioned there was a line you love in Week 9. Yeah, um, let me go back to it. There's a couple, actually. Chicago, plus eight and a half. Love that. And uh, Seattle, plus six. Seattle plus. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. That line doesn't make sense to me at minus six. Um, yeah, I, I like Panthers plus two and a half. And I think the Raiders still win that game, though. I just think it's closer because. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. Well, I at least hope we would win this game, but yeah, six feels like a, a tall task. Um, we just beat the Cardinals by seven. Uh yeah, and I like the Bucks plus three. I'm not done with the Bucks yet. I'm not done with the Bucks yet. No. Baker's Baker's got it. Whatever it is, he has it. 
Couldn't agree more. And the points will start to fall eventually. I am so hungry. Well, that about wraps it up. Any th- any last statements from anybody? Go Titans. <laughs> from our resident well, Steelers fan. <laughs> former. <laughs> Current yeah. Will Levis fan. I was saying, until they trade for Will Levis. Got to protect the takes <laughs> over everything. Yeah, exactly. If your takes aren't right, what do you have? Amen. All right.